knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number 111, and we're back. I'm Mike, and with me as always is my beautiful little brother, Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, how you doing? Doing good. Good, man. It's good to have both of us back on the podcast this week, you know? It, it's it's nice. We had to take a couple weeks off because our lives were pretty busy, but it's good to see that, one, I, I'm here, and two, you, Jason, are also here. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, me, Jason. Yes. My, 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 my beautiful yellow glasses, Jason. That's, hey, Long that's hair. how you know it's really him, because he said the yellow mm-hmm. glasses thing. Uh, we got an action-packed show today, because we've, we are behind on some shit. But before we hop into it, Jason, uh, I have an email to read for us. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, a little email, a little email action. Uh, this one is from... Our friend uh, Zelda Strife, aka Lauren, and the title of this email is "My Friends Are My Power," and it says, "Hello, Mike and Jason. That's you. Yes. You guys know me as Zelda Strife, <laughs> somewhat of a lurker in your Discord. I've been listening to your podcast since late November of 2020 and joined your Discord shortly thereafter. It took me a while before I felt comfortable answering the question of the week, but I have a few times, and I love participating in your show." I found out about the ARP through a random comment on the Kingdom Hearts subreddit, and I've been hooked ever since. That's weird to me because I I don't think I've ever posted on the Kingdom Hearts subreddit. Have you? Have you, Jason? No, I don't think I have either. So someone must have posted us on the KH subreddit. I, I don't know. That's weird. Moving on. I think the comment mentioned something about memes, and had I had an extreme case of FOMO. As I'm writing this, I'm playing catch up with all your podcast episodes. I'm currently on episode 105, which is when I started to be more active in your community. I mentioned this in my review, but the ARP brought me back into the KH community. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 right when it came out, and as a 13-year-old, it left a huge impression on me. But as more side games released on systems I didn't have, I'd already saved my allowance to buy a PS2 just to play KH, and the story became so whack, my interest slowly waned after BBS released. When 3 finally did release, my husband and I had a newborn, and I had not picked up the game in years. I literally had no idea what was going on, especially since I'd only read the wiki on what happened in DDD. What the fuck was the real organization? I did not and could not appreciate 3 for a lot of the reasons for a long time. I did not like the direction the series had gone. I also had it on Xbox because I didn't have a PS4 at the time. So Then Quarantine 2020 hit, and I had the great idea to replay the series again, but only after I'd found the ARP. I bought a PS4 version of 1.5 and 2.5, and instantly nostalgia kicked in when Dearly Beloved started. I remember how I made one of my dearest friends through our mutual love of cage, and since then, she and I have reconnected. The ARP is a great way I can participate in Kingdom Hearts discussion, especially since my husband cannot stand Kingdom Hearts, lol. It's too loud, to flashy, and weird for him, but that's okay. What I'm trying to say is thank you for hosting the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast and reminding me that deep down there's a light that never goes out. That's a nice email. Uh, it is a nice email. Lauren also um, decided, you know what? I'm going to answer the Xehanort 13 uh, hot seat questions. Okay, so, okay, okay. So we might as well. Let's indulge Lauren a little bit here. Whenever you guys have a guest on the show, I also rapid fire these questions, and they're usually pretty consistent. So if you don't mind, I'd like to answer them too. She doesn't include the questions, however, and I'm not going to go back and pull them up. So I'm just going to give you guys the answers, and you can try to remember what the questions are. This is, this is fun. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Kingdom Hearts 2. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Number three, Sora and Riku. Number four, Aqua. She is the best lady. Number five, the Toy Story quadrilogy. And- quadrilogy? Is that really a word? Yeah, quadrilogy. Yeah. It's like trilogy, but with four. Mm-hmm. And then you get the quintilogy and the septilogy. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you, Jason, for that fact. And Sleeping Beauty. Uh, number six, Oblivion and Oathkeeper. Number seven, Hand in Hand or Working Together. Number eight, okay. The Avengers. Imagine how geeked out Sora would be meeting real-life superheroes, LOL. Number nine, Ansem Seeker of Darkness. Number ten, Rustling Forest oh, or El Oscruta del... Not, I don't know how to say that. Um... The question of the week, favorite quote and why? My friends are my power. If that doesn't sum up Kingdom Hearts and Sora, then call me a fake fan. I have a fake answer in the Discord, LOL. 12, see my above email to answer this one. And 13, run a second half marathon this year and beat my personal record of one hour, 58 minutes, and 38 seconds from 2016. That's that's a hell of a marathon. It's, time. A, it's a real-life goal. That That's faster than I could do it. Uh <laughs> Thanks, guys, for your time, energy, and talents. I was super nervous sending this email. Love, Lauren, a.k.a. Zelda Stripe. Lauren, thank you so much. What a great email. Um, thank you, Lauren. Yeah, we, we really appreciate um, th- th- just you sending that. If you want to be like Lauren, you can send us an email at ansomreportpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read it on the air, and uh, we will comment on it and make funny jokes about it. Uh, Jason, do you have anything to add about that email? Uh, I, I think it's really well written. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the longest, I, I assume. That, that is true. Well written and one of the longest. Um, great job, Jason. Uh, <laughs> moving on, actually, uh, Jason. We, uh, yes. yes, brother. We were, <laughs> we were sent a review, uh, 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 an audio review. And so I have to uh, play this for you. So hold on. It's been 35 years since I last heard the opening to the Answer Report podcast. Longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast, by the way. Since I don't know when or if the boys will return, I decided to do something a bit different for review. Jason did tell me I was built different on stream, and he doesn't lie. Twitch.tv slash Super Spaghetti Bros. Anywho, let's get on with the review. If you are looking for a great way to relax and get some awesome Kingdom Hearts content, each week look no further than the Answer Report podcast. I found these guys during quarantine last year. No way I can stop listening now. I binged through every episode to catch up. That way I could participate in the question of the week. Nice. If I had to give these guys a rating, it would have to be triple S tier. They're great, amazing, funny. Anytime I enter their stream or listen to a pod, I always find myself laughing uncontrollably. I know this will probably be at the beginning, but may your heart be your guiding key. Love y'all. Love this community. Swarls. Swarls Barkley with the excellent glowing review there. That was that was beautiful. Glowing review. I loved that. Um, Definitely sounded like a like a distress signal you'd see here like a movie at the start there. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was a little frightened actually because I I trusted him and I didn't I didn't listen to it beforehand. And at first I was like, oh no, it, it, I was getting Zach vibes from it, Wrath of Rebellion vibes. Mm-hmm. So I was a little nervous, <laughs> but he he pulled it through in the end and he did great. Um, 
I've never thought about people sending us uh, audio reviews, but that's actually a really cool idea. So let me, uh, I'm going to come up with a way for you guys to send us those easier than uh, DMing me on, on Discord, even though that's probably kind of easy. But we'll, I'm going to look a, a, into a way of you guys sending us video re- or audio reviews because I think that's really cool. So if you're interested in doing that, let me know. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we want to hear from you guys. We, we love having our community involved in our podcast. Isn't that right, Jason? That's true. Yep. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. All right, moving on. Um, so we missed some stuff in the last couple of weeks, Jason. Um, first of all, this is like very small, but I think it's very strange. Are, are you aware of the Melody of Memory update that they did before the game's released on PC? Yeah, I did hear about that. I did, I did hear about that, that scene they added. Yeah, they added a small scene. And uh, I'm looking at Damo's video of it right now. And it's like a static screen, and and you hear Ienzo and and Diz, and it's it's two lines or three lines, and Ienzo's like, "What's happening?" Just when things were going well, or something like that, and then Diz is like, "Shut it down," like, <laughs> and I I don't I don't know why they added this. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, like, it doesn't add too much to the context of. Kyrie being there. No. No, it doesn't at all other than she obviously went to a different like they were exploring her memories and then mm-hmm. it became not her memories anymore. I I don't know. Like it's it's very strange. I I and I get the vibe we're never going to know why they did that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like no Mira was just like, "Oh shit, we didn't include that cutscene. Put it in." You know? Like I don't I don't I don't understand. And I thought that was very strange and 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 unnecessary, but just like a, a scene of like, uh, uh, ah, shit, we fucked up. We got, we gotta turn this off. Something's wrong. Right. Oh no. Right. I guess I guess that's to make them look less incompetent. Maybe like, like they knew it was going out of control. I guess I I don't know. I I do like um, the the voice clip now we have of Diz being like shut it down like I, I do kind of like that I might use that on a stream or something yeah 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 but it's just just a strange update and then there's another update that uh that we got from Union Cross um Jason are are you familiar with this update I did in fact watch a video on it yeah do you think you could maybe condense it into five minutes and bring back Jason's Union Cross five minutes Jason No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
Oh, Jason, you're funny. All right, so the Jason Union Cross five minutes starts now. No, just kidding. Um, basically, the the real the real takeaway from this update though is like, Ventus is is light, right? Mm-hmm. Ventus is pure light, and we kind of mm-hmm. knew that already, right? Mm-hmm. But he kind of he kind of goes Chad mode on on darkness. Yeah. Because they they can't beat darkness, or I mean they're they're fighting it, but it's it's hard to beat, and so Ventus wants to give it a vessel so that they can easily beat it up. Right, right. So Ventus is like, I'll combine with it so you guys can win, which presumably is how Venetus gets Venetus, born. yeah, gets born. And then leading up to BBS, however Ventus gets there, that's when Xehanort separates them. Then mm-hmm. it's darkness and, and, and light. Um, also, there's an, the other darkness has a conversation with Luju, and Luju has a body, and he calls it the true dandelion. And I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what the yeah, fuck who, that means. Yeah, who, uh, who could that be? Do you do you have any theories on who it is, Jason? Uh, hmm. <laughs> We're just so both out of our <laughs> element. <in the theater. laughs> uh, it, it, man, I don't know who it could be. Who who's important? Who do you think? Like who's important enough to be around back then that we might know of, or maybe, right. I guess maybe don't. So uh, I've heard people say it's Ava. I've heard people say it's Kyrie. Um, I've heard people say that scenes in the future from the previous scene, and that's Ven. I, I I don't know, and I'm sure someone a demo type is listening to this right now, pushing up his glasses and going, "Well, actually," and yeah, the clues are all there, but right, you and I are not not the ones. We see are it. not. Uh, Jason, known for the Union Cross five minutes, not the one to break down this update. That is for sure. No, not at all. And then we finally get a, a scene with Darkness and the Master of Masters. And mm-hmm. um, they're kind of buds, I guess. They're like hanging out, but they're you know, they're kind of like frenemies, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Master ends it well with this line. Well, in any case, I've grown tired of watching you fight, so I looked to the future and saw something that caught my attention. And Darkness says, what might that be? And the Master says, a world even I cannot know. Which lines up with um, him standing on that building in the secret ending and making his heart a moon, you know, that all that shit. Yeah. Making the moon a yeah. heart. He's like, why is the moon round here? Right. That's That's wild. It, yeah, what? Did, uh, I've only seen the moon be around when I fight Goat Xehanort with Kyrie. Weird. Um, and only when he does his DM. <laughs> so that's, I mean, we did a terrible job of breaking that down, but that's the kind of content you've come to expect from me, Mike, and my brother Jason here on the Ansem Report podcast. So That's uh, right. I'm Jason. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so anyway, uh, the... the Supposedly, the next Union Cross update is coming within the next two weeks because it's going to be the end of April, and that's when it's going to shut down and go into theater mode. So we'll we'll hopefully be able to cover that one on time as opposed to this one that we covered a few weeks late because, you know, it was just, yeah. just life got in the way, you know? 
So, uh, shout out, sh- shouts to uh, Ray Chase. Oh yeah, for uh, voicing that scene with the master on you know out of, out of his own his own time. That was cool. Yeah, that's cool that and Ray Chase for for doing the other side. Right. It's cool that he's he gets so involved in the community because he doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he could just be like whatever, but. He just like, you know, I'll voice this for, I'll do what I do professionally for free in my spare time just to make people happy. Like, that's fucking cool, you know? And it sounded really good, too. Yeah. He's he's a legend, dude. Uh, Before we take a break, Jason, and move on to the question of the week, I just want to uh, say thank you to, um, for a number of things that, that have happened since we did our last episode. First one uh, was thank you to regular Pat for our last official episode we did coming on. And it was a, it was mm-hmm. a very popular episode uh, despite him for some reason. I, I, I don't know. I saw a lot of people in the comments saying regular Pat sucks. Why'd you do this? Oh dear God. Not the kingdom hearts. One guy. Oh, he's weird. And he wears a hat. So, um, but then a lot of people apparently liked it. So thank you to regular Pat for coming on as I slander him. <laughs> Thanks, uh, regular Pat. Yeah, thank you. Wow, regular Pat. We lo- we loved having you on. We did. We did, Jason. That is true. Um, also, thank you to everybody that tuned in for our March Caprice tier list episode, which was a lot of fun. Um, I my apologies to people that wanted the pedo tier, uh, to come back for that episode. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to maybe tone us down a little bit for March Caprice. You know, um. I know Sean underscore AFK really wanted Peter Pan to be put in the pedo tier. Yeah, he really um, wanted it. He really, he really wanted that. for it in chat, but... To the point where he started talking about it in other people's streams and other people's content. And that... I don't, I don't recommend you guys do that. I don't oh, no. recommend you just announce a, a beloved Disney character as a pedophile live on st- someone else's stream. <laughs> just, just a recommendation. Um... Maybe maybe keep that in this circle until yeah you know, yeah you know maybe, maybe fill out everyone else first before you right. say something like that. <laughs> maybe read the room a little bit before you just decide. Oh, Peter Pan's a pedophile. Um, but no, that tier list was a lot of fun. Uh, we met a lot of cool people through that. March Caprice was a really cool event. Uh, really enjoyed that. So thank you to everybody for that. I got a lot of things to thank people for. I mean, we do, Jason, as a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as brothers that do this podcast every week. Uh, thank you to everybody for getting our YouTube channel to a thousand subscribers. Yeah, it's a uh, big moment for us. It was. It was a big. It is a big moment for us. Uh, it's been a long time. That's been uh, a goal of mine to get a thousand subscribers and get monetized again on YouTube. Then uh, make partner. Because we were monetized, we're old enough. Our YouTube channel is old enough that they just used to do monetization for everybody, and then there was the whole PewDiePie uh, ad adpocalypse stuff, and so they changed it, and you had to have a thousand subs and like some some amount of watch time, and we've been destroying that watch time goal for years now, but we just didn't mm-hmm. have all the, enough subs, which it, it was insane. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to keep making YouTube content, including this podcast. Um, we'll, we'll do like a special thousand, you and I, Jason, we'll do a special thousand sub video at some point just to thank everybody for that. But I just wanted to thank people here first. And then finally, I want to thank 
members of our community for stepping in last week um, and making their own version of our podcast, which was uh, fucking hilarious. I, 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 it really made my week. I, I, I worked a lot of hours last week, and I listened to that on the way to work, and I, I, was, I was tearing up because it was just so cool and nice to hear everybody contribute, um, specifically Corn and Frank, uh, mm-hmm. Sean underscore AFK, Orpheus pro Joshua. Streamer. Yeah, pro streamer. Orpheus Joshua, uh, I, I'm not going to confirm or deny his theory this week. but Yeah, especially not this week. Yeah, especially not this week um, for reasons. I Wait, why do you say that, Jason? Why especially not this week? You know, just it's a bad week for it. Yeah, the timing's just off. You're right. You're right. Um, thank you to Wildcat Diana, who I could listen to all day, uh, say, say Portuguese things to me. Um, APK with the, the excellent sea salt ice cream recipe that uh great recipe she sounded like she's been doing that for years um tyler tyler rims a big fan of tyler tyler rims and uh you know if i was single i'd definitely use some of that advice he was giving out on how to get that big titty goth girlfriend what what did you think of that segment jason i have to carry around a, a copy of a sonic game to to get a big titty goth girlfriend i don't know <laughs> you're right that does seem a little cringe you're right uh, and then Alex Big Boy, our good friend Alex, wrote a nice poem. Um, I, I did add that podcast to the feed. If you haven't listened to it yet, you guys should. It's it's a, just over a half hour of, of inside jokes and goodness. And um, it really made my week, and I really appreciated everybody doing that. I know, Jason, you feel the same way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. All right, Jason, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to finally, three or four weeks of the making, get to this question of the week. I hope everybody's excited. Jason, are, are you excited for it? Absolutely excited to read everyone's answers. Beautiful. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Answer Report podcast, Jason. Yes. Did you? That's me. <laughs> did you forget that you were Jason for a second there? Uh, no. Nope. Uh, it's time for the question of the week. This week's question of the week comes from Meteor Phoenix, and he says, the "What's boy? your favorite Kingdom Hearts quote, and why?" So we're gonna try something new, Jason. We're gonna we're gonna switch off reading these questions, reading these answers. So I'm gonna read Billy the Kid Lawrence first, and then you can follow up with Original Dreamer Six. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. All right. So Billy the Kid Lawrence says, "I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like, is any of this real or not? Just simple nostalgia to the max. A close second would be Goofy's. Well, let's see. Some feller named Ansem who wasn't really Ansem became a heartless." Does that mean a nobody got created when that happened too? Because Goofy's a Goofy's the five head. Dude. Yeah, he's, he's Goofy's always, real smart actually. He's actually very smart, which is funny because people try to say he's a himbo. Goofy's not a himbo. No, no, no. no. He's got giga brain. He does. All, All right, right, from, from uh, original, original Dreamer, Dreamer Six. Time, time for, for a long, long one, one, boys. Quote, quote that, that surprised me. me. I'm, I'm asking, asking you as a friend, friend just, just put an end to me. That's from Ventus. Yes. Funniest, funniest quote. 
Who else will I have ice cream with? Uh, now for my favorite quote from KH. No, you deserve as much as I do to be your own person. Sword of Roxas and Dream Drop Distance. This one really hits home for me. It reminds me that everyone has a right to be themselves. Doesn't matter how you look, how you identify, how you act. Doesn't matter. Everyone has their own right to be themselves. And I just remember hearing this for the first time and having to pause the game and take a moment and be like, God damn, Sora. God damn. Time to get emotional. Most of my friends never touched nor heard about Kingdom Hearts until I told them and they thought it, it was dumb uh, and thought it was some dumb shit. Then I heard them with uh, shit. I can't read. <laughs> shit's harder than it. Shit's harder than it sounds, huh, Jason? That's right. Uh, then I hit them with this quote, and I had one friend burst out in tears and came to us as non-binary. Shit. Came out to us as non-binary later, of course, because of how much it hit them, and they told us. Honestly, it helped me come out too. This game is just so amazing, and the thought that it it has this emotional power over a quote. Story told to a nobody that has now sticked with me and my friends. It is truly amazing. Thank you, Kingdom Hearts. Sorry if this got personal. No way, Original Dreamer. That's awesome. We love to hear stuff really like that. Really good story. Yes. Uh, Alex, Assembled Alternatively, says, A scattered dream that's like a far-off memory. A far-off memory that's like a scattered dream. I want to line the pieces up. Yours and mine. The line that got me hyped for starting KH2. It's as if Sora's talking to Roxas, saying something like, Don't worry, bro. I got you. Has this quote been dissected yet? I want to know if there's another meaning. Another one is, a real leader knows that destiny is beyond his control and accepts that in KH3. This is something that a lot of people should take into consideration. Oh yeah, another good one is, come guardian. That's a good quote. Yes. I don't know, has anybody dissected that? Uh, the far, scattered dream that's a far off memory, far off memory is a scattered dream? I think it's just kind of like, it's just kind of like mood setting text. I don't think it actually is Sora saying that to anybody in particular, right? I don't, I don't think, think so. No, I think it's just supposed def- to be like um, the the this you know in Kingdom Hearts one the um, I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like I don't think he actually mm-hmm. ever canonically is saying that to anybody. Next, Next one, one from, from Bioroxis. This quote is: "Deep down, there's a light that never goes out." It's a good one. Thanks, Bioroxis. Thank you, Bioroxis. Very cool. <laughs> Uh, 14th member Shion says Out of all these amazing quotes The one that still today makes me laugh the hardest is Roxas that's a stick And that's why just the real Yeah that's not gonna work reaction Brings a smile to my face every single time That is a good That is a good moment 358 has some, some good dialogue It does 358 has a really good story And it sucks that it's kind of buried behind uh, the Not the best gameplay in the world Yeah Next, Next up from Energy Scott, Scott. Looks, Looks like this summer vacation, vacation. Is over. The perfect ending that Roxas played through, fighting against his inevitable fate, having lost his friends and learning who he really is, for him to smile sadly at Sora and still talk as though the whole experience was real, just shows how much that small segment of vacation meant to him. Gets me every time. Shout out to all the other epic and funny lines from these games, though. So many memories. It was exceptionally hard to choose a single moment. Thanks, Energy Scott. Thank you, Energy Scott. a really good moment. It is. It is. I had to put the sad guy hours on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Joe says, So many good ones, but the main one I keep coming back to is Axel's line from Shion in 358 over 2. Go on, you just keep on running, but I'll always be there to bring you back. 
To me, this exemplifies the theme of friendship better than anything else in the series, because that in a nutshell is what it means to be a true friend to someone. To chase after them when they're wandering down a dangerous path, no matter how many times they refuse your help. That's something I know I need to work on in my friendships. A close second is, Roxas, that's a stick. Also, Demix's line from the original 358 over 2, Remind me to underachieve twice as hard from now on, is a whole mood and my senior quote. Nice, Captain Joe. Next up from Pokemon Trainer J, Ventus saying, My friend and my power, and I'm theirs. In other words, fuck you, you spiky-haired motorcycle helmet goth. Eat Keyblade. <laughs> True. Thanks, Pokemon Trainer J. Yeah, get, get fucked, Ventus. Or Vanitas. And Ventus. Yeah, Screw Ventus, too. Uh, yeah, fuck him. Zombie Man 42 says, No one will miss me. Roxas from Cage 2. It shows how much hardship and betrayal he's been through, and it resonates with me because I've been betrayed before. Oh, no, Zombie Man. Oh, goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I I would miss you, Zombie Man, if you left. I yeah, just want to yeah. point that out. We'd be the Axel there. Yeah, I would. I would. Next up is Phil Games. Remind me to underachieve twice as hard from now on. Dimmix three five eight over two days. That's a popular one. It's a good quote. Mhm. Mhm. People always say they don't like Demix, but I think everybody actually really likes Demix. They just don't want him to be the master of masters. Yeah. Mr. Trumpeter 711, a.k.a. Matt, says, I want everyone to remember me. Inside people's memories, I can live forever. Lee, BBS, Ventus' story. This quote really resonated with me because of how much of an impact streamers, as well as streaming myself, has had on my life. If I showed up in a stream for the first time, or if someone showed up in my stream for the first time, I would want the person I'm meeting to remember me in a good light after that first meeting. My favorite aspect of watching stream streaming is making new friends, especially some long-term, maybe even lifetime friends. So if everyone I meet remembers me, then I will have made an impact on them in some way, and I always strive for that to be in a good way. I never, I never, uh, I never connected Lee, uh, being, being a ball and Twitch streamer, but, uh, it makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, Lee, Lee just Lee just wants to stream, and he wants people to hang out in his chat with him. Next up is Bamboo, also known as Bamboo, named Sora. Uh, I looked for you. I looked everywhere for you. Will always be my favorites. Any trio reuniting is just wonderful, even if it's temporary. But this quote in particular just hits so hard. The way it's delivered sounds so human and real, and really just puts everything great about Sora and Riku's friendship on display. Everything they felt throughout past builds up... To this one tension-relieving exchange, Sora finally knows Riku's okay, and Riku can finally let go of a lot of the insecurity he felt while helping and or avoiding Sora. I think that this quote in particular contributes to a lot of their dynamic as a whole. Agreed. That that I remember yeah. really loving that scene when I played it for the first time back back in the day. Cause it, it and a lot of people make fun of it now because they're like, wow, Kyrie's right there and Sora's like crying over Riku, right? But it's like they're mm -hmm. best friends, you know? Yeah, I mean, he... It, for for most of that game, he knew Kairi was okay until right. you know, she got kidnapped. But he hadn't seen Riku since the end of one. Right. Right. Wildcat Diana says, So life lessons wise, I love what Sora says to Xehanort in 3. A real leader knows that destiny is beyond his control and accepts that. I think that is very true. It speaks to how much how there is much in life you cannot control, and if you accept that, life actually becomes better. As for moments in the story, I love Zigbar revealing his identity as Luju. Haven't heard that name in a long while. 
It's so simple, but says so much about his character and how our heroes are basically fucked. True, it's almost like it's That's almost true. like a meme. Cause in the, it wasn't that a meme before that. Like I haven't heard that name in a long time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like smoking the cigarette. Right. It's it's almost like it's almost like they knew that and they were like, well, uh, losers just gonna meme now. I like that about it. Uh, next up is SP Cat. Shout out to SP Cat. Shout outs. Uh, in a game series full of memorable lines, how can you pick just one? I don't know if this is just my favorite, but when Zigbar says. Oh, I am worthy. When Sora says he could never have a Keyblade, at the time I thought nothing of it because, oh, Zigbar's just being Zigbar. But after the reel, I was like, oh my god. So hearing that line really stuck with me. And my wife's is, got it memorized? She doesn't have too much KH experience, but she knows the really prominent quotes. Okay, also, I'm sorry to add something else, but my wife reminded me of Goofy going, Yahoo! In Olympus <laughs> in Cage 1. That's worth a mention. Also, what is Cloud doing? What is Cloud doing? I, I'm trying to... When does Goofy do that in Olympus in KH1? When they win? I think so, yeah. What he's like, when he's presenting them the L? You know? I think, it, I think it's one of the random quotes that can happen when you, wanna, when you win one of the fights. Not necessarily okay. the end. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, Kyrie's smoking hot grandma says it's source heart grown with each new experience and it's found a home with all the friends I've made. I become a part of their heart just as they become a part of mine. And if they think of me now and then, if they don't forget me, then our hearts will be one. That quote made me realize how impactful our relationship with other people can be and how we bring good memories with us wherever we go, even if they aren't happening anymore. True. Very true. Next up is uh, the asker of the question, Meteor Phoenix. There's not even a contest for me. Clinch's fist. They'll pay for this. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do a Mickey impression for that. <laughs> Which, uh, I got another Mickey impression coming up here from Elbow Juice. Say, fellas, did somebody mention the door to darkness? Another Classic great Mickey lines. quote. Next up from Chip Cooper. Yikes, after typing all that, I realized I really popped off. You can skip this one if you want. Nope, too bad. Gotta read it all. Yeah, we're reading it. Well, this isn't necessarily my absolute favorite. This is, is one that I think is very underrated. Recoding gets a lot of flack. Most of it is justified, but the ending with Data Roxas is pretty rad. He tests Data Sword and makes sure he's ready to face the hurt. Naminé is going to show him. And when Sora gives a little speech about how he accepts the hurt, Roxas says, You say you accept it. It's not a game. It's way past time that you learn what real hurt feels like. You can tell there's a, the feeling that Roxas had in Cage 2 when they fought in Sword of Station of Awakening. After all, I've been through. Uh, after all, I've been through. Why do you get to feel? Why do you get to live and I don't? This dumbass kid that stole my life thinks he understands my pain, but he has no idea the weight of it. It's pure anime edginess, and I love it. And sure enough, he teaches Dinosaur what it meant to fucking hurt. And prepares him to face all the people that are waiting for him to save them. That's probably the best case for Recoded I've ever heard anybody make. Yeah, definitely. That's probably the most anyone's ever talked about Recoded. <laughs> yeah, that no one's ever talked that many words about Recoded. But uh, that's very good, Chip Cooper. Nice. Um, good, up, good case for it. Yes. Up next, we have the Deviant One. No, Shion. Who else will I have ice cream with? Takes me out every single time. 
Roxas, maybe you should be a little bit more concerned with Shion dying a crystally death and less about some ice cream. You still have Axel. <laughs> uh, yeah, imagine if Axel was there. Right. Like, hey, what the, what Who the else will I have dude? ice cream with? And he's like, what am I, chopped liver? You know, like, <laughs> the, he's like, Roxas. Wow, wow I didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> Next up is... Uh, Corn, DJ Corn. Shout out to her. Shout out to DJ Corn and Frank. The best quote of the series has to be Oh, it is rather funny. What I will do for honey. From Pooh. Bars. JK, there's too many good quotes across the series to have just one absolute favorite. But one of my favorites is Pain is being human, Zimnus says. Uh, it sounds a little morbid. LOL, but the thing I love most about this series is its ability to, repro- to reproduce life, real-life lessons. Shit. Uh, no matter the personality of the character or real-life person, pain is a trauma we all experience. I love that this game very clearly points that out and shows us the different ways, paths in which we can cope and go. The parallels between the character experiencing pain and the path they choose helps us resonate with certain characters based on our own experiences. Such a short quote holds a lot of weight. It helps us see that the ability to experience pain is what makes us human, but it's how we choose to manage that pain that makes us unique. Very true. Well put, Corn. However, is it Zemnis that says that? I thought Sora says that. I thought Sora says that to Zemnis, and he goes, Oh, really? It must take immense strength, or something like that. That might be true. Not not to out corn or anything, because like the idea is still the same. But you called out corn. I called her out a little bit. Corn known freak. Uh, moving on, Kyrie's bro says my favorite quote has to be: "I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like, is any of this real or not?" Honestly, these words had me hooked on Kingdom Hearts from the very beginning, and when I hear them, I get chills. Then, with it coming back and remind my soul, literally left my body and revitalized my obsession with Kingdom Hearts. Hell yeah, Kyrie's bro. Next up is D.P. Grant with a Dimmick's quote. Oh, we do too have hearts. I love this because after playing KH3D way back when, I truly realized what a madman Nomura is. Yes, he is a madman. That's true. Because they do have hearts. Uh, Babaloo says, it's been a while since I answered the question week, so here goes. Get up on the Hydra's back. That's nuts. I don't computer. Forget it, you're never taking Kyrie's heart. I'm so flattered. Two? And finally, any word that Marluxia speaks. Deep bow, thank you for your time. Thank you, Babalu. Good All collection of cool answers. Stuff. Yes. Elias, built ordinarily, says, uh, Question of the week. Kyrie's inside me? Sora. Dance, water, dance. From Dimmix. Roxas, that's a stick. I don't remember who. Somebody hey. tell me how I... Hmm? Didn't didn't Shion say that? I think she did. I think she's the one that's... Because he, he gives her... sharing a keyblade. Yeah, he goes to share the keyblade with her, and she's like, well, wait, what are you going to use? And he picks up a stick, and she's like, Roxas, that's a stick. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone out me uh, if I am. Somebody tell me how I got so small. Ventus. And you're stupid. Sora. Yes. Sort of say that. To Riku, uh, when they're on in KH1, when they're on the pirate ship. 
Riku gives oh. this like monologue about you know uh, how he didn't he wasn't there for Kyrie and he was and da 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 and Sora just goes you're stupid like that. Oh yeah, okay, that, that's ringing the bell now. Yep, yep. Me, Jason. Yes, you, Jason. Now remember that part of Kingdom Hearts one. Uh, the box in quarantine says, "I'm already half Xehanort." Is such a big meme. This is true. Love that's that a one. Big meme. Uh, Roxas Oblivion uh, says, "From Sword of Roxas and Dream Drop Distance, Roxas, you're you. We're not the same. I wanted to tell you that." That you deserve as much as I do to be your own person. Uh, he's such a good boy. He is. That's true. Sword is too pure. I Escape says, question, question, question of the week. These games are so full of awesome lines, it's so hard to pick even just a handful. So if you've come this far and still you understand nothing, every light must fade, every heart return to darkness. One who knows nothing can understand nothing. Your part, your part's over now. Here, go play hero with this. You're gonna lose it all. I walk the road to dawn, Riku. Uh, I'm not gonna try to recreate Armored Zen. This is uh, death, death noise. <laughs> but you guys know. You all know what it is. Uh, Sora, are you sure that you can trust Riku? Or the Keyblade, such a marvelous weapon. If only it were in more capable hands. Technically, you can will one. Yeah, technically you can, dude. What's the problem, Zenmus? Just do it. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Axel promises to keep. I'll always be there to get my friends back. What bad timing? You had your perfect little script, but now you forgot to write the sequel. Now let's find out what happens. And then uh, Michael Mouse, will you apologize to Minnie for me? Ha! Ah, thanks, pal. And then, uh, not sure, not sure the validity of this one, but I am a goofy goober. Yeah, Tetsuya Nomura. Uh, no, he said that. They, when did he say that? That wasn't recoded. Hmm. <laughs> no wonder I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes on screen. I'm a goofy goober. Yeah. Thank you, I Escape. All great quotes. Next up, from Swall Barkley. Mr. Swarls. I kind of fell off the cage grind there for a while. When it finally was ported to Xbox, I replayed the entire series before Melia Memory. One of my friends also was playing through it with me, and when we both got to the same part in Cage 1, we both got on Xbox and were dying laughing about how we didn't realize the line Sora said when we played through it when we were younger. So in honor of this moment during quarantine, when it shouldn't have been as funny as it was, Kyrie's inside me? Dora. Close second is in cage three. What? It is time to move on, boy. There is more to seek, so go forth now and seek it. And some secret of darkness. P.S. This is my first long answer, and I'm ashamed. Sorry, Mike. It's okay, Swarles. It's all right. Uh, I'm I'm really excited because I scrolled down, and up next is Iron Daddy. But then after that is Zach, and for once I do not have to read Zach's answer to the question of the week. <laughs> Somebody else has to bear that burden this week. Uh, Iron Daddy says, Yo, guys, what's up? My favorite Kingdom Hearts quote of all time is definitely from KH1 being, The closer you get to the light, the greater your shadow becomes, or at least that's what I think it says. I have it tatted on me, but I don't feel like reading myself right now. LOL. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Oh, no, I have to read OJ, though. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 
Next up is Rats of Rebellion on Twitter, also known as Zach. <laughs> on Twitter? It's, that's what it says, right? It says oh, on, it Twitch. Say on Twitch. The whole, I'm on my phone, dude. The whole thing's not there. <laughs> I guessed and I guessed wrong. <laughs> you, had, you had a 50-50 chance, Jason. <laughs> that's me. So he says... This goddamn journal is erased. I don't remember falling asleep. I want to fuck so bad. <laughs> like, so bad. <laughs> but I can't recall why. I need to fuck. I'm so damn horny. Did I run into Bill Cosby? Thank nominee. <laughs> Jiminy, Cr- <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, aka the horny bastard. KH2. <laughs> this is my favorite quote by far in the King March series because of two reasons. <laughs> One reason is because it shows how much development went into the growth of this special character. He went from a shy, ooh-woo type character being afraid of showing emotion to this absolutely filthy, horny beast. No! Secondly, secondly, Jiminy has always been a tough nut to crack. It's just always nice to see a nut bust open. Jesus Christ, Zach! <laughs> Carrie, Carrie's inside me? Yeah, it's definitely a a burden to the bear. Yeah, when you have to read Zach's answer, it definitely is. All right, uh, let's see what deplorable shit Orpheus Joshua said here. Um, I don't have a singular favorite quote in the series. There's so many great ones. But the most recent one that stood out to me is, a real leader knows that destiny is beyond his control and accepts that. This line is so fascinating to me because aside from it clearly showing a maturation of Sora's character, it feels so ironic in a sense considering how he literally defied Destiny so they would win the Keyblade War. It could be that Sora internally acknowledges his lack of acceptance for fate and knows that he doesn't qualify as a real leader because of that. Either way, I find it to be a really orgasmic and interesting line you can draw deeper meaning from both in-game and in real life. Thank you, OJ. Thanks, OJ. One more tame now. You've really tamed down, OJ. Yeah. I, I miss the old OJ. <laughs> Next up is Tyler Tyler Rems, the, oh. the absolute cretin. Yeah. Let's see what kind of shit he's going to say. Uh, and A new set of quotes for the list here. Uh, when Axel kills Vexen in Recom, it's so brutal, and what he says in the, is the icing on the cake. Uh, Yo, Sora, did I catch you at a bad time? Says Axel. Vexen says, Axel, why? And Axel says, I came to stop you from talking too much by eliminating your existence. No, don't do it. We are just nobodies that have no one to be, yet we still are. But now you can be nothing instead of just being a nobody. You're off the hook. Then he hits Vexen with a snap. It's so brutal and shows why the organization relied on Axel to get his hands dirty like that. Really good answer from Tyler. Tyler rooms there. Also, I think he'd say something like, uh, for China. (laughs) For China! Uh, Sour Cream Sean says, Like many, my favorite character is Axel slash Lee. While he had some hype-as-fuck moments in KH3, my favorite quote in the entire series is when he saves Sora in Dream Drop Distance. Promises to keep, I'll always be there to get my friends back. What, bad timing? You had your perfect little script, but now you- But you kind of forgot to write the sequel, now let's find out what happens. That's a very popular, uh, quote. I never realized that. People people really like that one. Next up is Gavin Dotson. Easy. My favorite quote is from the one time that Demix pointed straight at Sora and Radiant Garden said, My name is Demix Bieber. 
completely subverted my expectations. Eleven on ten. That, I remember that one. That one. That one Definitely was good. a strong moment. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, Trapper John says, "The all-time greatest Sora moment from the worst, in my opinion, cage game." Just stop it. You treat people's hearts like bottles on a shelf, but they're not. Hearts are made of the people we meet and how we feel about them. They're what ties us together even when we're apart. They're what makes us strong. Thank you, Trapper John. Next up is Brundock's kind of omniscient. Says, question of the week. Here's a Don't few you just hate up. that, Jason? You know, because you hate Joshua and how he says that kind of omniscient thing. Yeah, fuck Joshua. There we go. That's what me, Jason, would say. Yes, you, Jason, <laughs> hates Joshua. Question of the week. Here's a few to make up for my recent lack of participation. Do you mean the Twilight Road to Nightfall? No. It's the way to dawn. It's between Diz and Riku and uh, Recom. Roxas, that's a stick. Shion, consume the darkness. Return it to light. Riku, dream drop distance. I want everyone I meet to remember me inside people's memories. I can live forever. I know I won't forget you. Believe me, I try all the time. See, I'm immortal. Between Lee and Isa, BBS, and Sora. Everyone in blank points. Nice. Uh, Get Roxel says, Sora Cage 3. So these panels in the floor are switches for the doors. Bars. Bars. Next up is Whale. Shout top, out to Whale. Top, top Melody Memories speedrunner. Says, like it? Riku, a Recom, and Nani? Maleficent, Melody Memory. They just sound funny and are repetitive. Agreed. I, I was pretty hyped when we, uh, you, I don't know if you remember, Jason, when we played Melody Memory in Japanese and Maleficent was like, Nani? Like, mm-hmm. That got me pretty hyped. Because, like, you know, she just goes, what? In the normal version. but uh, Vincent John, really trying to do this to me. Donald and KH3, this might be a good spot to find some ingredients. I don't have a good Donald Duck voice. so um, No, you sounded just like him. Oh, perfect. I, I, I was, I, I mean, I didn't want to be real about it, but I secretly was trying really hard. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up is Zelda Strife. Says, Sora, it's Sephiroth. Also a Donald Duck quote. Nice Donald voice, dude. You nailed it. Yeah, I try my best. Uh, Yaonag? Is that how you say that? Yaonag? Yaonag? That's what I'd say. Yaonag? Favorite quote is Ventus. Somebody tell me how I got so small. Also a good question, Ventus. Yeah, it is. It's a question and a good quote. From uh, Hugh Janus. Favorite quote. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) They got you. They got you. God damn it. You God damn no, it. He didn't know. He I didn't, didn't even think know. about it. I was looking at it. I was like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? <laughs> I should have known something was up. They spelled you wrong. So, so embarrassing for you, Jason. Yeah. They're going to let Jason live this one down. All right. Uh, Favorite Jason. quote. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite quote. Cage one entering Coliseum when Phil says... I gotta spruce up this place for the games. I can't tell you how many times I've quoted this in my day-to-day life. I can't stop. I don't know what's wrong with me. Warner Harper's literally Phil's next line after Sora can't move the block. What, too heavy? 
Because when you've been such a little bitch, Phil. Phil's going to say little bitch. Let Phil say bitch. Rip Ichiro Nagai. Yeah, let Phil say bitch. Thank you. Thank you, Hugh Janus. <laughs> uh, up next is Gladiolo Amasita. And uh, question of the week, best quote had to be, Mickey, it's Riku. They put bugs in him. It's a good one. Need to see the bugs hit him. And then last but not least is from <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Mahi Logan. Hope I'm saying that right. There's a uh, question of the week. Never forget that everything Hitler did in Germany was legal. Handsome <laughs> the wise. Yeah, you remember when he yeah. said that, right? Yeah. And then was that before or after he tried to download the moon? That was, uh, was he- that was while he had the machine pointed at the moon and it was like getting ready to explode. And as it explodes, he said, never forget that everything Hitler did in Germany was legal. And then he exploded. <laughs> it's, it's easy to forget he says that. It's kind of it's kind of low in the, the audio mix. Um, <laughs> it's easy to forget. They tried to turn it down, but they couldn't cut it out. Yeah, they, they couldn't. Anyway, Jason, uh, do you have an answer to this question of the week? Because that was the last one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, ah, shit, hold on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like. Uh, oh yeah, easy, easy. It's right after when when Sora and Marluxia meet in Cage Three, and Sora goes, "I really don't like what that guy said." Oh, dude, good one, really good one. Uh, my favorite is probably shortly after that. In, in the kingdom of Corona um, and you're headed towards a wall that you can walk up and um, there are a number of heartless monkeys clinging to the wall and Sora remarks they can climb walls? Um, I'm a really big fan of that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also I mean real answer I, I really like um, one who knows nothing can understand nothing of because course, at, of course. at the time, it just seems like a, a line. And then when you consider how important the term nothing and nobody is later in the in the series, it, it, I I think it's really cool they leaned into that line. Obviously, he didn't have that planned then, but I think it's really cool how they kind of leaned into that. Anyway, that was the question of the week this week. Uh, Jason, do you have uh, any ideas for next week's question of the week? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh... What's uh, uh, have we done this one before? Uh, what's your what's your least favorite cage world, and why? Least favorite cage world. I like we've done that before, right? I feel like we have, but it's been a while if we have. So that that's a great idea, Jason. That's what we're gonna do. What is your least favorite favorite Kingdom Hearts world, and why? Um, now, you guys can can explain why as long as you want, but don't 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 give me like three different worlds like it's your least yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. one not, least favorite right not not like okay well my least favorite when i've had a coke zero is this and my <laughs> least favorite when i um when i'm playing blindfolded melanie memory is no i don't i don't want all that i just my want least your favorite least is favorite. this world but only on tuesday yeah <laughs> this is my least favorite world um when it's a leap year like no, I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. I just want to know what your least favorite world is, in general. In Kingdom Hearts, Jason, we did it. Yes, the episode's Dude. done. 
We did it. We did it. I know we didn't talk about Kingdom Hearts on PC, but we got plenty of time for that next week. Um, thank yeah, that's you. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. Thank you, Jason, for for joining me today. I'm uh, here. Yeah, every week. That's me. every every week you're here. I know, but I just wanted to thank you especially for um, today. And I also this this seems random, but I just want to say if you guys haven't yet. Go to uh, twitch.tv slash Tyler Tyler Rims and follow him um, because he's a good boy and deserves it. And I just want to shout out my friend Tyler yeah. Tyler Rims in this moment. Um, very, very off topic. Very, very, very off topic. But... I know, J Jason, you got to indulge me every once in a while. I go on these <laughs> rants. You got you got to let me do my thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Have, for sure. Do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Jason, since I plugged something random? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Shoutouts to uh, uh, Kafona on Twitch. You know, oh. go g go give her a follow. Love that. And uh, yeah, that's it. Kafona's great. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll be back next week with episode one twelve. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Now fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>